If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the brave hearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, brave hearts. You know, I know how difficult it can be to go through life without knowing your purpose. And I know what a supreme joy it is to have that aha moment and discover your purpose and realize that it came from in here. At Bravehearts Radio, we're at our best when we're helping people find that genuine voice within themselves. Today, we're going to talk about purpose and the social enterprise. And uh, I, I believe that every truly successful business in the third millennium will be some form of social enterprise. And so... Today, I have as, uh, as my guests, uh, Patricia and Craig Neal from the Center for Purposeful Leadership, the authors of The Art of Convening, and the, uh, the founders of the Center for Purposeful Leadership. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's so great to have you on the show again. Um, you know, we're 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 making we're making progress every time we do this this show. And and you know, you've you've been on uh, twice before with me. I think once uh, once on uh, just uh, the the uh, the phone call uh, audio version, and then um, when we did the uh, the video uh, on Zoom uh, in uh, around uh, the the end of the year last year. And now we're we're also broadcasting live on Facebook and we're, and we're taking things up a notch from there too. And, and many, many good things coming in the future. So um, we were talking a little bit before the show about the idea of a social enterprise. And um, you know, my, my thought, my simple definition would be an, a business that exists for, for purposes beyond just profit. Um, I, I think that that's where we're, you know, we've reached a stage of abundance in our world where people can say, you know what I, I, I expect that that's who I'll work for. And, uh, and that's a good thing. So uh, you've been a social enterprise uh, with the, the Center for Purposeful Leadership for, for 26 years now, right? That's correct. 26. Yeah. yeah. And, and back then it wasn't, um, social enterprise wasn't yet a concept. Mm-hmm. Socially responsible was just becoming a concept. Mm-hmm. Craig had been a co-founder of Business for Social Responsibility, among other uh, 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 things that he was engaged in through his work at Utney Reader Magazine. But um, people were just beginning to, you know, leaders like Ben and Jerry's and Patagonia were bringing Mm -hmm. forward some concepts of purpose at work. Mm -hmm. But um, that, you know, it was still so new back then. Anything about that, Craig? Yeah, we like to say um, we're a not-for-profit only business. And that was kind of what we had to say because Patricia and I started it as as our own business, as a sub-S. And we wanted to be a demonstration that um, for-profits could operate um, for social good. Mm-hmm. And so we have been, and it's been a quite a road. Yeah. Well, I then uh, uh, and I, you know, I've been I've been pretty proud of my definition as as a as a good way to describe it. But when you say not for profit only, uh, that that's that's a that's a pretty good uh, uh, that, that's a pretty good way to do it. It's uh, meaningfulness. Um, I, I think I think of meaning and purpose as being largely the same thing. Um, but uh, what do you think? <laughs> How about you, go Patricia? <laughs> but no, go, ahead, go ahead, and then I'll go next. Yeah. Um, the way I would put it is, um, they're they're partners, mm-hmm. and um, purpose is is something that comes within kind of okay. somatically in your heart, right? Purpose is, is kind of bedrock. And, and meaning is an expression. And it's, mm-hmm. it's something that we, we do, we make meaning. Mm-hmm. And so we can make meaning out of our purpose. And so it's, um, 
you know, it may be semantics, but, you know, you asked, and yeah. it's kind of how I look at it. And Patricia? I would agree, and that there are lots of ways to discover, discover your purpose, and mm-hmm. um, sometimes your purpose has a mean, uh, you know, you might have, a, there are many schools of thought about purpose, and, you know, some people think that you've got one underlying purpose that makes you who you are and then there are others that think that that could be true but there might be a bunch of subordinate purposes Mm -hmm. your purpose at work versus your purpose at home Um, I tend to think there is one something that's really at the heart of the matter for every single person that is at the core or the kernel of their purpose and then it does get expressed to create meaning for someone in someone's life that phrase the heart of the matter is kind of significant you know and uh, uh and i've been through some of the uh really excellent training that you provide at the center for purposeful leadership um the, the art of convening is um it's just a terrific course, and I, I think it's it's something that when when we think of the heart of the matter, I think of the, uh, the 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 pin that the hands of the clock are on, and as you go around the art of convening wheel, as you as you describe it, everything relies on that pin being there. Uh, everything relies on on the heart of the matter, or what what I call. Um, the the singular thing at the pinnacle of the idea hierarchy, or what uh, what Curly from City Slickers would call the the one thing, you know, and uh, um, it, it sure is great I, to have that 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 reference point. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I agree, and I would actually call it the gyroscope point, mm-hmm. so that you know a lot of people talk about balance, but balance means you can be off balance pretty quickly. But if you think of the point of the gyroscope, mm-hmm. if you're always in connection with your purpose, then you can be in movement or motion, but your purpose always brings you back to stability. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Is, I, I, and and a gyroscope can also run down a thread. If you've ever seen yeah. a gyroscope That's, on a thread mm-hmm. and it's spinning so fast that it always keeps its center, even if it's kind of it's always there. That's a beautiful metaphor. Craig, yeah. Craig, would you believe that I have a gyroscope on the shelf there uh, as <laughs> a prop for, for meetings? <laughs> yeah, I would believe that. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've talked about that. All the little things like here's a gyroscope, and there's there's a puzzle, and you know, those things. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, we're going to be going to break shortly. Um, and uh, remember that uh, you can be a sponsor of Bravehearts Radio for as little as two hundred and eighty dollars a week. So um, uh, let me know if uh, if that interests you, uh, listeners. Um, you're not just supporting your business. You're not just uh, supporting the people that you serve. You're, you're helping brave hearts for kids uh, and the families that, uh, that we serve, you know, kids with cancer and their families, braveheartsforkids.org. So stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds after these very important breaks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. 
Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because... I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure that the trip gets accomplished. And, uh, you know, just speaking of travel, uh, we are going to Machu Picchu in September this year. Uh, you know, if, if you've been on the, on the Bravehearts radio show um, as a regular listener, you know, Daniel Gutierrez, and, and uh, he has uh, a place called Catalina. Uh, in uh, near Machu Picchu, and we're going to be going there live. Um, and uh, I, I'll be uh, co-convening that with uh, with Ann Fox, uh, who is uh, a regular on um, on the uh, Center for Purposeful Leadership uh, uh, meetings and convenings. Uh, in fact, you know, I, I first met Ann in a breakout at one of your uh, one of your uh, Monday morning uh, meetings. Right. And uh, I can't remember what the breakout was about, but, you know, it was like, who, who are you? Well, I'm, I'm Brian. I like to do retreats. And she's like, I'm, you know, I'm Ann, and I love to do retreats. And, and she said, I have one. And so I've been to uh, Daniel's uh, virtual retreat six times. And wow. uh, now we're, we're going back. Uh, we're going there live. And uh, just uh, so excited about that. Um, yeah, so... Um, Sorry, but, and is it okay if I get back to the talk about a social enterprise? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Dur- during the break, mm-hmm. I yeah. looked it up, the definition, uh-huh. okay. as put forward by the Social Enterprise Alliance. And it says organizations that address a basic unmet need or solve a social or environmental problem through a market-driven approach. And I think most people would or most organizations or companies would define an unmet need as a physical mm-hmm. something, you know, physical realm, mm-hmm. uh, diapers, uh, cure for cancer, uh, water, uh, you know, whatever it might be, uh, the unmet need. And I think from the beginning, one of the unmet needs that we've, we've worked at the intersection of is connecting the leader and we define leaders, anyone who's called to step forward in these times, mm-hmm. connecting the leader with their purpose so that they have the, the capacity to bring forward their goodness, if you will, their best, their best selves to serve out for the benefit of those they serve. And that, that a lot of times that happens not just through training, because training is often intellectual. It happens through conversations, curated, convened conversations, where people get to practice behaviors that, that reinforce their purpose, reinforce their desire to serve, um, and actually teach skills, conversational skills, behavioral skills, um, Craig, would you pick that up, pick up that thread? Sure. Um, in, our, in our experience over many years, over 30 years, the evolution of the social enterprise um, has taken, is, is really now kind of reaching its full glory, if you will. The B Corporation is kind of the ultimate of that, um, where you're beginning to see a merger of for-profit, not-for-profit, 
through values and character. Right. So we like to talk about character. And so mm-hmm. a lot of what I believe when people think of social enterprise, and we work mm-hmm. with a lot of organizations. We work with, with some here in Minneapolis, um, Center for Leadership and uh, Neighborhood um, Engagement. Engagement. Um, which is now serving the, um, the North Minneapolis community along with other organizations. And so the values piece, the character piece is really um, fundamental, I think, in the development of any social enterprise. Mm-hmm. And it really is what defines, the, I think, the, the difference between that and, and straight you know, for-profit enterprises that are you know, more transactional in nature. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the, um, you know, the, it, it seems to me that um, more than ever, people want to be associated with, uh, with people, including their employers, that share their values. And I saw something about... Um, well, several years ago, I was writing a business plan for a nonprofit organization, and one of the things that I, I found in my research was that um, 87% of uh, recent college graduates said that going to work for an organization that did not share their values was a deal breaker. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think of uh, the, the idea that nobody is sticking around for the gold watch anymore. You know, in, in my grandfather's time, um, you, you were just glad to have something that, that provided, uh, you know, bread for the table. And, um, and, and now, like I say, we've, we've reached a point of, of, of such abundance that, we, uh, that, that people are, are literally able to walk away from things that their, their, uh, their grandparents or their parents say, that's a good job. How can you leave that? And, and I'm, I'm thinking a lot of people probably hear that. Maybe you heard that, you know, like, how can you not do that? Well, it's, it, it's not right for me. It's, so, it's, it's almost a sta- stage of human evolution. Yeah. And it used to be, you know, centric to prosperous places like the United States, but more and more we're seeing it true globally just mm-hmm. because of the internet, you know, mm-hmm. and that people have relationships all over the place. And so there is a a growing aspiration and and desire for aspiration. Now, you know, there's so many people in the world, the hundreds of millions that that just need to find the next meal yeah and um and that is true and and i think there's an awareness of something beyond that that never used to exist Mm -hmm. through the, the the growth the vast growth of social networks for better or for worse it's given us all a window into each other's lives and um and the and the awareness that yes i too could have a life like of 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 meaning of meaning yeah of purpose yeah yeah Yeah. and meaning means different things in different cultures yeah but um yeah yeah craig when you look back at um i mean far enough back at what work is all about and what business is all about what the economy is all about. I mean, if you if you start, you're kind of um, taking that apart. There's a at the essence is what are we doing? You know, what are we really doing here? Yeah. You know, we're all in relationship, so it's all about relationship, and it's our relationship to one another. It's our relationship to goods and services. Our relationship mm-hmm. to and so, you know, basically we created ways to exchange, you know, money was a contrivance yeah. or rather re- recent contrivance. And, but, you know, how do we create an environment uh, where we're really serving each other in the most efficient way possible? And so yeah. what happened at a certain point was that 
this whole social thing split off from the enterprise. And I remember mm. growing up where people said in, in business, and I spent you know 30 some years in marketing, advertising, magazines, book publishing. And, you know, there was all sorts of sayings like, don't wear your heart on your sleeve. You know, and, and it just all sorts of um, mm-hmm. jargon that said. But that, that belongs in church. or Yeah, like church and state. Very good mm-hmm. point. The church is here, state's over here, business, the, the role of business is to make money. Yeah. Well, is it? Or, or is the role of what we're doing, let's call it enterprise, is to serve in the most efficient way possible to most people mm-hmm. and, uh, or the planet, right? I mean, look at how we've, in a way, kind of looked away from the impact. You know, what's our impact on the planet, on one another, And I think what's happening with this new, if you call it social enterprise or the new economics, is we're looking at the the total impact of what what we're doing with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And to me, that's the crucial thing. Patricia mentioned back in the 90s when we started Business for Social Responsibility, which is now a very large um, basically a consulting firm, nonprofits consulting firm that helps large businesses to do good by doing better. And, um, you know, that is huge business right now. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I think it's moving. It's kind of like, you know, moving from fossil fuels to alternatives. Yeah. There's a, a reason for that. <laughs> Yeah, well, moving moving from from the the horse to the automobile, you know, uh, hundred hundred and some years ago, one of the biggest problems that they had to deal with in New York City was how are we going to keep the streets clean as the you know as the population goes in by nineteen twenty we're going to be you know it it turned out that things uh, didn't uh, didn't work out that way. Hey, we're going to break once again. It's amazing how time flies when you're having fun, and uh, having fun here with Patricia and Craig Neal from the center. Center for Purposeful Leadership. That's centerforpurposefulleadership.com, where you can find their uh, contact information on braveheartsradio.org. Stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 seconds after these very important breaks. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. We broadcast live on Voice America's flagship 
Variety Channel, and all our shows, shows all 91 shows uh, wow. available on Voice America's uh, or on, on demand 24-7 on the uh, wherever you get your podcasts, you know, virtually all the podcast service. Uh, coming into the third segment, um, I'd like to say something about the National Day, National Day Calendar. Dot com is one of the great sponsors of uh, Brave Hearts for Kids, pediatric cancer charity, and uh, they, they sponsor uh, April 28th as National Brave Hearts Day. Um, today uh, is uh, May 24th, if you're listening live, and it's, uh, among other things, it's Brothers Day and uh, Escargot Day. And, uh, uh, you know, I... Uh, I, 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 I go here, I go there, I go uh, all around the block. One of the things that's been really interesting to me is, is over the past few months, I've been involved with um, some networking organizations and, and a lot of what, a lot of the vibe I'm getting is this thing that, um, oh my gosh, you know, over the last year, we really came to realize that relationships are important or wow this this authenticity thing my goodness that's a that's a big deal and and it's like they've always been really important they've been at the at the core of everything and and i i kind of expect that um it's not something new for 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 you too in fact uh, that's probably authenticity and relationships has has predicated many of the decisions that you've made over the years True. Okay, Craig, you started this conversation. <laughs> this came at the break when when I suggested we talk about decisions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how do we make decisions? I mean, how do Patricia and I make decisions? We're life and business partners. We've been together a long time. We've been business partners for 27 years. Mm-hmm. And we've been in business that long together. Um, and you know, one of the ways the, the rubber hits the road when you're a social enterprise is you don't always make decisions based on the so-called bottom line, the financial bottom line. Mm-hmm. We call it the, the multiple bottom line, right? So it's people, planet. Um, it's, it's, it's much broader. It's, it, it really takes in the entire spectrum of what it means to be a human being. And as, as you said, Brian, earlier, relationships are really crucial because in our estimation, there's only relationship mm-hmm. as a human. Our relationship to one another, our relationship to the environment, to, you know, everything. So how are those relationships, what's the quality of that relationship? What's the quality to our relationship to one another, our quality to our neighbors, our community? Um, and then what's our, our relationship to money? Now, what is that? Is that the driver? Um, so for us, we've made hundreds, if not more decisions that were not financially based. And mm-hmm. so that can become a conundrum. You know, sometimes it's worked out great, and sometimes it's been incredibly painful. Yeah. So, you know, Patricia. Oh, also, I, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to turn it over to you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was going to say, you know, we've had investors. We've had um, a lot of staff over the years, and we always start first with the relationship. And um, and mm-hmm. when as Craig was coming to his last employer uh, before founding the company, um, we hired an employment lawyer who knew us well, and he to review the contract, the employment contract, because this was a big deal. We were moving from Vermont, where we were very, you know, in love with being in Vermont, to the big city of Minneapolis moving our kids halfway across the country. I mean, it was a huge Mm -hmm. lifestyle change. And what he said was, you know, the salary is great. The benefits are great. But what matters the most is the relationships that you're going to establish when you get there. Mm -hmm. And when things go south, and they will, because you're just human beings, uh, maybe not, but, you know, there might be moments when things go south, you want the contract to make sure a good contract in place 
that benefits all and um, and you're you're served and the company is served so that the relationship can operate outside of the contract and it just totally changed my view about how how to put relationship first in everything mm-hmm. and you know and and it proved to be true of you know Craig is best friends with his former employer mm-hmm. and you know it worked Another piece of that is how do we see things whole and right. not in its parts? Right. You, know, you can see money over here, mm-hmm. relationships over here, uh, career path over here. How does it all fit together? Oh, and yeah. if you see things whole, to mm-hmm. me, that's one of the hallmarks of a social enterprise. You begin to see that there's wholeness to it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the, our attorney was saying to us. Said, yeah, the money's great, you know, the job's fantastic, but what is, what are the values? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How important is character in this? And how do you make decisions based upon that? And so, you know, it's a really interesting journey um, because we're living still within a very, very transactional economy which is based in large part on the exchange of money. Mm-hmm. And so that's a part and, of and, and climbing of, the ladder. Oh, well, that's, yeah, more of a social thing. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, over time, um, Patricia mentioned the Ben and & Jerry's and Patagonia and Body Shop. And now there's, instead of a few, you know, social enterprises, um, there's thousands, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe millions. I don't know. But it's a movement, and especially the young people. Young people get it. They get it in their bones. They don't have to read about it. They just get it. You know, we're, we hire a lot of interns, and the interns are still in college, and they come to us and, they, and we'll say, well, you know, why us? You know, why do you want to work for us? And they go, almost invariably, because of your vision, your mission, your values, and your character. And that's what young people want today. And um, it's very encouraging. I mean, you know, it's a paradoxical world right now, isn't it? (laughs) You know, it's interesting to say that that's what young people want. And um, uh, a while back, um, I I had an opportunity to uh, see Paul Tasner at the uh, TED talk in Indianapolis. And he, he did it. He, he started a, an organization in the Bay area, San Francisco, where they're doing recycling. He's in his seventies. And I, I, I went up to him after the talk. I said, man, you saved my life. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, I thought Ted talks were, were like, you know, people in their thirties, you know, young people that were really good with technology that were doing stuff like this. I have hope that I can do it too. I said, being, being young is not a, is not an age. It's a state of mind and maybe even more than that, a state of having passion for your ideals. So I think that uh, when you say young people want this, uh, hey, listeners, brave hearts, you can can be young at any age. Just just continue to have your ideals. And uh, and to me, that's the definition. So totally true. Yeah. So. you know, you mentioned um, the people, plan- I, I, multiple bottom lines, and I, I thought the three Ps, people, planet, then profits, something like that. Um. But they're integrated. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's like integrated. pieces of a puzzle. Yeah. yeah. The Venn cir- diagram. Yeah. Interlocking circles. Yeah. I, I like the Venn diagram. I, I've been doing this description um um, in fact, uh, there's a connection between uh, uh, Roger Dearly, who introduced us, and Howard Thurman. Uh, in the very oh. first conversation Roger and I had, we were talking about this. Uh, he said, what do you talk about when you do retreats? I talk about things like Howard Thurman's idea of don't ask what the world needs. Instead, ask what makes me come alive. Mm-hmm. Then go do that. And I reckon that you'll find, you know, that's what the world wanted from you after all. Mm-hmm. And so the Venn diagram that typically has um, what you're good at, what you love to do, and then what the what the world needs, um, that um, 
essentially the third circle, uh, Howard Thurman would say, don't worry about that one. Work on uh, where the other two intersect. That's what makes me come alive. And when we can do that, the law of attraction brings the other one to us. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, you know, that's what we're, that's what we're finding here at, uh, at Bravehearts Radio, you know, because we're expanding into syndication and Bravehearts TV and, you know, all of these cool. uh, really fun and exciting steps that we're taking. Um, because uh, it, at the very beginning, I said, simple goals, have fun, be grateful, get good at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've and it, it's you know I realized uh, the the get good at it part was the part mm-hmm. when I thought I feel energized mm-hmm. when I do the show, and mm-hmm. um, maybe maybe you have a similar feeling about that. Yeah, this oh, morning we, we we had uh, one of our essential conversations, mm-hmm. and um, new powerful conversations about uncomfortable things like yeah. racism and white supremacy and, you know, living here in Minneapolis, you know, we've got our share of challenges coming up. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, and what's, what's really exciting is, is the conversation mm-hmm. is creating a, a container or an environment in which people feel brave, you know, mm-hmm. like Braveheart. Right. And so brave enough to have, conversations that aren't comfortable but are incredibly energizing yeah absolutely well one more break and then we'll bring it home uh, on brave hearts radio on the voice america variety channel with uh, patricia and craig neal from the center for purposeful leadership uh, center for purposeful leadership.com if you want to find out about uh, the art of convening or any of the other programs that uh, that are offered we can talk about a little those uh, a bit more after the break um, stick with us we will be back on the other side of 60 seconds after these very important messages Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because it's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it. And um, we're planning a couple trips to um, um, th- this year. One is in uh, December to Machu Picchu, uh, staying at uh, Daniel Gutierrez's uh, Catalina Retreat Center uh, in the Sacred Valley of the Incas. Uh, you can check that out at, at braveheartsradio.org or go straight to braveheartsadventures.org for uh, more information about that and other trips. Um, Vape, Bravehearts Adventures is the idea 
vacations with purpose, and I'm going to be cooking at Catalina. Daniel said I can use his kitchen. Um, I also uh, in the in the process of developing something for television called the Cooking Show. And I reckon as divided and divisive as things can be in our world, we like to eat each other's food. And uh, so I think cooking brings people together like, you know, maybe nothing else. And um, we were talking in the break about um, the um, something I call the Chamber of Commerce talk and the, I, the idea that, um, uh, you know, I would, uh, I would go to a, a small town Chamber of Commerce talk to their, uh, their, their people about, you um, uh, hey, you're you know you're uh, you're passionate about your business, right? Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, and you want people working for you that are passionate about your business too, and uh, they'd really lean in, like, uh, oh my gosh, he's going to tell us about how to do that. And I'd say, get real, you know, you're you're not going to find people that are passionate about your business, not the way you are, but you will find people that have a passion for something. You know, they'll, they'll be passionate about something. Let them be. Encourage that. Because that, um, that energy that they bring to the workplace is just good for business. And, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I, I know you know that, right? You know, I've got a great example of a social enterprise. It's kind of what made me think of it is, mm-hmm. is Craig's daughter, Zoe Francois, Zoe Bakes, is launching a television, a channel on Magnolia Network, a baking, it's Zoe Bakes. And she has, I don't know, 340,000 Instagram followers. She has built her business, in my book, a, a lot of hard work. So, mm-hmm. um, and I mean a lot of hard work. But she's built it one relationship at a time. Yeah. She reaches out, she connects people she acknowledges them. She applauds them. She looks for ways to lift other people up. She uh, is just amazing the way that she has built her business. And so that, and she's a, she creates a sense of welcome, which we do too, we, and you mm-hmm. do too. Creates a sense of welcome where people want to be with her, mm-hmm. around her, collaborate with her, uh, work for her, and... Um, because they know that not only are they going to be part of her energy and her, but they're going to be part of her network and her network is incredibly generous because that's the relationships that she's set up. Generosity, sharing, collaboration. And I can't say enough about that in terms of, you know, it makes me feel good, but they all feel good too. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what we try to engender in our work is that space of welcome and collaboration. And, um, and I think, so that's part of us, of our brand of social enterprise as mm-hmm. well. We're all people, you know, people are lifted up and, and um, share, share in each other's successes, collaborate in, in new ways beyond just doing work together. Mm-hmm. They are achieving something together. I think that's a hallmark of a social entre- uh, enterprise. It, it sounds also like, uh, well, it, what, what we would always call the destination employer that you are. And uh, the idea that you're empowering people to, uh, to be their best and even to become so good at, at what they do and become so good at being themselves that they outgrow you. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that happens. That happens all the time. Exactly. One of, the, one of the things that, that, that I find remarkable is that there's a tr- terrible fear that someone will outgrow my business and they'll leave. And it's like, my goodness, that's the best thing in the world because then you have an ambassador for life. Right. And uh, I don't know, just, um, just a pers- totally perspective, agree. right? I was wondering, if I might just um, take mm-hmm. a, a bit of a left turn here, but it's, it's, I'm going to come back, hopefully. Um, the pandemic, there's never been anything like it in mm-hmm. our lifetime, not even close. Yeah. Where for a year, what, a year and a half, we have been in lockdown, quarantine at one level or another, mm-hmm. people at home. And so the workplace is changing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so uh, one of the one of the really interesting things now, and I look at the stats, um, 
the unemployment stats, et cetera, et cetera. People are staying home and they're not staying home necessarily because they don't want to work or they don't have jobs. But a lot of people are, are staying at home because they like being with their family. They like being with one another. They like being in their community. They've discovered that being a part of something that didn't have a lot of purpose or meaning for them is not what it was, you know, stacked up to be. Mm-hmm. So there's now all of these businesses that are dealing with that mentality. And um, so it's a, sure. it's a changing landscape where to come back to some, one of the things that Patricia and I said about said earlier, when you think of social enterprise, you think of values, you think of character, you think of, you know, uh, multiple bottom line. Mm-hmm. So, Craig, uh, the flip side of that is for the people who want to go back to work, particularly women. You, are you hearing about yep. the, right. the w- women, the, the, uh, what's happened to women during the pandemic and, and their careers? And it's been horrible. Mm-hmm. If employers want us to come back, they have to become social enterprises. They have to help the women figure out childcare. They have to figure out working right. hours that work for a family. They have to figure out benefits that work for a family. And they can't count on people just showing up because women don't have a choice if they don't have childcare or mm-hmm. they don't have a choice if going back to work is so detrimental to their family unit that it, that it's a it's a loss a, a, a net loss to their lives and their family so so employers have to have to find more wholeness right in their construct they have they're being forced into becoming building more wholeness into their construct didn't we hear this morning from uh, Mary Frances Winters about Black women um, entrepreneurs of 500 some percent. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'm sure the base, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot to be said about that number, but the fact is that things are changing. I don't think we're going back to the same work, no. the same economy even. I think it's, it's going to be very, very different. And those organizations that are values and character based that are socially responsible Mm -hmm. as we used to call it um, are are going to be winners the the one thing that occurred to me the big change going back to work post-covid if you will is that we we will never Maybe not never, never say never, right? But um, we we will um, we will not go back to doing things the way we were because the efficiency and the capacity for connectivity uh, worldwide using the new technology is something that we will not go we will not completely get away from. However, I would I would say that I'm not alone in speaking for myself. When I say that um, I took for granted the opportunity to meet with people in person, and when we get the chance to meet with people, get together with people, go for a walk, mm-hmm. we're not going to take that for granted like mm-hmm. we did before. Mm-hmm. That's pretty special yeah. time now. Mm-hmm. Well said. Well said. Yeah. Final thoughts. <laughs> Uh, in three minutes, two minutes, one minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, there final you go. Thoughts. Right. I, I know that many people have suffered during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and I am so grateful that we will never go back to the way business used to be done because it was killing people. Mm. People were suffering, being unseen, and particularly women and people of color were suffering. And there's a chance for things to be different. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm heading that way with all my resources. All right, Craig. 
And people like you, Brian, giving uh, people like us an opportunity to speak about the things yeah. that we hold true and mm-hmm. that, you know, we're passionate about. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, our lives are Zoom-based, and we had to come up with something that was human-centric. How do mm-hmm. we create an environment on Zoom that's suitable for human habitation, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, like real, authentic, yeah. all those words you used on the upside. Relationship-based, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Real. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, I've been doing so much Zooming, Zoom, Zoom, I think I'm going to have to get a Mazda next, you know, so... Uh, by the way, Mazda is not a sponsor of the show. Um, but they thanks, should be. Thanks for joining us this week, uh, Bravehearts. Uh, we've been talking with Patricia and Craig Neal about the social enterprise. And remember to go to braveheartsforkids.org and help in any way that you can. Just $20 brings uh, a banner of joy to a child with cancer. And mm. it means more now than ever to these families. Mm. Braveheartsforkids.org. 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 Yep. Please plan okay. to join us every Monday live at 3 o'clock Central Time or anytime you like on your favorite podcast service. After Memorial Day, we'll be starting our summer season, our eighth season, and the theme, Purpose and Peace. Uh, remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere and we'll see you next week until then be well and stay well thanks again for joining us this week for brave hearts radio be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host brian reinbold the show can be heard every monday at 1 p.m pacific time and 4 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel we'll talk again next time